there is uh, there is a related yet unrelated point that came up when you you use something where you use the word revenge uh, to i think couple of sentences back you use the word revenge you said but revenge is too, revenge is too strong a term here you use forgiveness as a term and then something you disqualified it saying uh, i why i want to bring this up is that there are levels Uh, at at every level you have a ability to reduce the negatives and uh, at every level there is also a chance to improve upon the positives or be balanced about both the elements it's not that you don't get angry or you are always forgiving obviously there will be times where you will not be the idea what i am getting from your personality as as we go along uh, talking about your stuff uh, i am finding there is a sense of um, There is a healthy sense of no self, <laughs> in the sense of okay, for a while I will I will let go of this. Let me see what happens. So that egocentric thing of saying I need to have things my way, which obviously you feel. It's not that uh, you did mention the first two minutes is panic. Yeah. The, the first two minutes is fear. The first two minutes is anger. Whatever those yeah. kind of things that overtake us, which are our habits. but then you then you balance them out and you start thinking okay uh, how does this pan out if if i let uh, if i rent out my emotion yeah. or if i if i let go of this emotion so i like that feeling of uh, balancing it out that you take uh, one uh, question that has been there in my mind for a while uh, that we've been talking Uh, you have not given us an example of uh, how you deal with things after you've been successful. Say, for example, you said that as a yoga teacher, you felt like, mm. "Oh, will I be able to do it or not?" and all this stuff. Mm. Now, after that has happened, and you have stood up to uh, whatever that you are trying to do, be an intern mm. in something, or going and teaching mm. yoga, or mindfulness, right. or whatever that you are doing. Now. Well, the inadequate Zen hasn't gone away anywhere. Mm. She is walking with you while you are going and right. trying to be a teacher. So she stands with you as you stand, and then you are. Uh, I want to give a small episode. My um, my advertising teacher and guru uh, had taught me about body language, and uh, mm. he used to uh, wonderful teacher in every sense. I owe everything that I know in my field to him, obviously. Uh, he had mentioned his first teaching class, uh, so he said his height wasn't too much. So uh, he went a few minutes before the class started, and he went and sat on the bench. So whoever came, they had to kind of look up to him, look up, whatever their height. And he said that's how it kind of worked. And then we had gone for a meeting. We were trying to do some work together, and that guy was a creative fellow, some film producer or something. and he had four different kinds of chairs in his room and all of different sizes so in a way when we got seated the lowest chair was being given to my uh, guru at that point of time so i told him no no come <laughs> you sit here i'll sit on that one because i knew that uh, it kind of worked to his advantage when he wanted right. so he said yeah yeah i would have been uncomfortable yeah yeah it's okay now i have always felt a little contrarian to these kind of although i understand body language and stuff like that because of my field 
I used to think that if I have it in me, it doesn't matter where I sit. I can sit on the floor and really get you down there. Uh, over a period, I have been wrong and right both. I think he was also right. Uh, it makes it easier. If you already have an upper hand, it really makes it easier. But somehow, I I think I was too much of a showman in my head. Okay, I can do whatever I want from wherever I want and I'll do it well. And I've had reasonable success. It works with my personality. I'm happier. So uh, from that context, uh, that has been my way of handling things. You know. mm -hmm. I would want to ask you, once you uh, got these uh, ABCD degrees, since you have so many of them, so can you share a story where you actually went and you felt this pang of, oh, I'm not good enough. What did you do? What, what happened on the ground? And how did you deal with it? What did you tell yourself? Did you fall? Did you get up? Any story which is interesting? Okay. Uh, yoga only, I'll tell you. Um, okay. I went to teach my class and it was a one-on-one -on -one class. Okay. And uh, I, I recently got done with this uh, degree. Like, And then the pandemic happened. So I, I was very lost in the middle. I didn't have a lot of people to coach and things like that. So I one of one advice that my teacher gave me is you start teaching friends, family, whoever. So I had a friend and she was, she was a new friend, whoever, and I was only seeing her. So I went to teach her and I said, she asked me to teach me. I said, okay. So I went and I had uh, a lot of things planned in my head. Okay, this is the sequence that will happen and this is what I want to take my class in. And the minute I stood and I started teaching, there's some things that I didn't take into consideration is um, her probably not understanding. She's completely new to this right so because i have certain set of uh, knowledge about it certain things i'm like yeah okay this is understood it may not be and that so she started you know pointing out oh i don't get this and it was my first class so i was very i was already nervous and uh, so i sat down uh, in the middle of teaching her and it was easier because she was only one person so i sat down and i told her uh you know, I'm teaching, trying to, you know, and at the end of every yoga class, you have like a guided meditation and things like that. I was like, you know, I'm trying to teach you how to calm your mind down. And right now I'm not calm. Oh. <laughs> so I sat down and I told her, I'm going to show you a very real example of how breathing technique works. And I did one of uh, the breathing techniques that's known to, you know, calm you down. So I actually did that. And then I got up and, you know, I said, you know, it's my first class and I'm really glad you gave me this opportunity to teach you. And right here, I've shown you, you know, one thing because I've always, whenever I've seen other yoga teachers, you know, and they'll be talking like towards the end of this class where the meditation's happening, they'll say these absolutely lovely things and you'll feel like they have it all under control and all the life philosophies, you know, they have. And I said, see, this is exactly what I'm trying to tell you. And then after the class ended, she came and told me, you know, I actually felt like I could relate to you a lot more. And then what you started saying started resonating with me more. So that's how I dealt with it. I, I literally stopped. I sat down and I said, now see, I did the breathing. The, I did one of the pranayams myself and I calmed myself down. So that is how so I, I dealt with I, that. I want to break it down. Um, uh, one is, again, uh, you've been talking about it. Sometimes it may seem that people, the guests on the podcast are all accomplished masters of some kind and they have answers for every question that comes up. Even if they are impromptu, it might be seen as gift of gab or something like that. But I'm glad that you brought this up. Uh, 
I want to break this down into this episode itself. The story first is your honesty. You told her, "Look, I am not okay." I think which is what you mentioned earlier, and which is what we've been speaking. That it freed you of the burden of trying to be perfect. Yeah. You sat down. Second is your constant practice. You are knowing which pranayam works. Right. If you are going to teach someone, you better know which one works. Yeah. So the skill set, the discipline that you've done it often enough so that it calms you down. I have done enough meditation and um, bit of yoga sometime in my life to realize that practice is everything. That oh is yeah. Everything. Everything else is gyan. You can see ten thousand videos and be nowhere. You can do one class and learn a lot more. everything yeah so so your practice was good enough possibly that's why you could sit and you could calm yourself down and in fact uh, demonstrate both the negative and the positive uh, yeah. the third thing i would want to uh, want to bring up on especially because this is the values workshop and the bit of preamble i gave you about sharing vulnerabilities this is exactly what i love to hear on the on the podcast because it gives me a lot of strength i i do not know my guest uh, and even if i know them uh, as friends the topics that we choose and what we are talking of uh, very often it happens that uh, at the end of every podcast they say i am going to talk to you every day is just to prove we never talk again about those topics because obviously it happens because of the podcast that scenario happens but in my head these are coffee shop conversations where you bear yourself otherwise you don't bother it does not matter if you come across looking good or bad it doesn't matter to me it doesn't make matter to me also that how i come across as uh, whether it's video quality audio quality all those things are unimportant what is important is what is zen bringing to this uh, conversation so that honesty is what you spoke of the discipline that you brought into the story that you talked about and the result Uh, trust me there are times uh, that i feel whether people are getting uh, the objective of the podcast because there are people out there who do a much flam like i can speak to your dad who's an actor and um, he can do 10000 times better than me in terms of flamboyance i'm sure but but internally i'm clear that the intent that i have is so strong that it covers up for everything else which is something that i want to bring up surely not because it brings my example but all the things that you said in terms of the story that you narrated uh, the forgiving part that you narrated uh, your advice taken and not taken your own understanding what you're talking journaling and free flow is also you could write random shit and never look at it back again just feel light and do nothing about it yeah i have done it i didn't know it was free flow that i was doing today when you spoke i said oh i used to type a lot on my this but it was because i am a writer i i felt it was venting out that i want to write something which is gibberish so i always felt it wasn't venting out the world in my head but today i thought maybe it was some kind of free flow i do not know but i never went back to it sometimes or if i went back to it as a writer i said kya likhta hai so it was idiotic in that sense but well what i want to bring up is that you went back and you still analyzed it okay there is a chance that i may have stumbled upon gold here and not realized yeah. and which again comes back to self analysis and honesty to relook at yourself and maybe i was wrong so i have done this in fact after 10 10 12 12 years i have actually called up people and said you know what 
I remember something like this had happened and I told you something like this and I was wrong here. Um, sometimes one doesn't get the chance. I have had friends who passed away. So then you're thinking, how do you tell them? Then you say, kind of say, wherever you are, just know this, that uh, this was wrong mm -hmm. on my part. And wherever you are, I share my uh, sense of forgiveness. Uh, if you did something to me, or if I feel that I was guilty of something, please forgive me. I think I was wrong there. I did not realize, but now since I know, I'm just letting go of this whole episode. So I find it is the truth of this whole statement. Actually, it does not matter. Body is a body. People can be here or not here. It doesn't matter. The, at least it frees me. I have for, uh, you mentioned it in the beginning of the episode that I am done with it. Yeah. Because life is not going to stop. Tomorrow is another day. Tomorrow we'll make fresh mistakes. We'll have fresh problems. We'll have fresh guilts and um, to yeah, stay to, true to the topics, have new inadequacies. You'll feel we are not up to this or up to that. But the I think the the entire conversation seems like a pattern. You you be honest. What's the issue? You try and face it. Uh, mention it to yourself first. Try and resolve it then and there while it is small. If it is a so this leads me to one last question, which is a big one mm -hmm. in that sense. What if it has gone so far ahead that it's a big inadequacy, but right now you can't do same. No disrespect mentioned to uh, uh, meant for uh, Himesh Deshamaya. I He okay. used to sing in a particular manner okay. uh, and was laughed at, but he stick, stuck to his core competency. Right now, I think he comes on some show, Indian Idol or something. I don't know, some show he comes and he is judging and I find him as good or as bad as anybody else in the industry. There's no specific mm -hmm. thing because I'm not listening to him sing in that particular manner. Right. And he has a healthy sense of um, respect for himself. And I was thinking, and, and he's, he's like any other good judge or whatever. Mm -hmm. They are flamboyant, but he'll say, yeah, I like your stuff. I'm going to give you a chance or something like that. Right. And suddenly I felt I used to look at him in a, in a funny manner earlier. Right. But he seems to be like a normal guy. There's nothing special or bad about him. He's quite all right. And it's not, obviously, he'll say, who cares what you think about me? But I'm talking about me here. Yeah. So my question to you is, uh, why I brought Himesh Reshima as an example is, ki, suppose you're far too gone ahead and you made a success of something that you think is not good for yourself. Suppose that was his trademark style of singing only and mm -hmm. he was successful for that. Now he knows it is lousy, but I can't do much. As creatives, I have mm -hmm. known a lot of people who work like that. Now in that scenario, how would you handle that inadequacy? Hmm. Suppose, uh, yeah, it is wrong, but it, it works for you. What can you do about it at that <laughs> Well, if it works for you, I think you have to decide how comfortable you are with projecting yourself in this way or not there are times where i think people know that okay this is not working uh, i mean i have I've realized that okay this is not uh, me authentically me but it's working for me so then they just go with it or there are sometimes people who then uh, diversify and then make 
fun of themselves or like take it as a joke which obviously takes uh, bravery to another level i would imagine but um, yeah i think it it depends on how you take that scenario for yourself how how deeply it affects you if you if you at all reach that realization okay i i love the answer that you gave because you brought a new depth to the whole process that i did not uh, foresee when i asked you the question that effectively means if you become really comfortable with who you are it doesn't matter what your inadequacy is yeah you can actually have a healthy laugh at yourself yeah and there are people uh, i've seen uh, obviously much older than me who do that and i find that amazing when i when you know to look at them it's like you, i have a newfound respect for this person because they suddenly you know they're not telling you that everything's been great and i've always been perfect and you should follow me and be like me they're telling you like yeah okay i messed up but now i can't go back and change it so and that is really nice to see beautiful it's very inspiring yeah because this is now raised the topic to a wonderful new high uh, almost at the very end of the episode because we started with how lousy we feel when we feel inadequate and all the other little values that we spoke of but in the end acceptance might be just the one word that you know uh, raises it to a very high level right so thank you and uh, it's been a wonderful chat uh, zen i have enjoyed it uh, very much completely different from uh, the normal chat that i generally land up having we did talk a lot of psychology i now realize but it was enjoyable and hopefully uh, it came across for what it stands for words being right. words obviously they are poor uh, comfort when you are trying to say something of consequence but we can just hope thank you so much thank you so much it was lovely yes thank you bye bye bye